you may be seated, you may be seated. We haven't pivoted at all from fresh oil, holy fire, new wine. When faith goes through the fire, the outcome is favor. We're talking about Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, Daniel chapter 3. So Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego securely tied, fell into the roaring flames, verse 23. But suddenly, somebody say suddenly. Suddenly. Nebuchadnezzar jumped up in amazement and exclaimed, didn't we tie up three men? Yes, your majesty. Look, he shouted, I see four men unbound walking around in the fire unharmed. And the fourth looks like a god. Then Nebuchadnezzar came as close as he came to the door of the flaming furnace and shouted, Shadrach, Meshach, servant of the most high God, come out. So Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego stepped out of the fire. Then the high officers, officials, governors, and advisors crowded around them and saw the fire had not touched them. Not a hair on their heads was singed and their clothing was not scorched. They didn't even smell of smoke. You can go through hell and still smell like heaven. Then Nebuchadnezzar said, praise to the God of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Verse 30, then the king promoted Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego to even higher positions in the province of Babylon. When faith goes through the fire, the outcome is favor. We've talked about three words, faith, fire, and favor. Repeat after me, faith. Fire, Fire. favor. We live in a world so discombobulated. This is what we know for certain. Relativism leads to perversion. I'll repeat that. Relativism always leads to perversion. If everything is relative, then, then there is no absolute truth. And you make your own truth up. That's called relativism. Relativism will always lead to perversion. Darkness will always lead to despair. Fear untreated will always lead to failure. But when you have faith, when you have faith, not just any faith, but the faith of Christ, the faith in Christ, when you have faith, you can move mountains. When you have faith, you can pray, and what you pray believing, you will see it and receive it. When you have faith, you walk with the certainty that is the assurance of things hoped for and the conviction of things not seen. When you have faith, you please God. When you have faith, you see the impossible. You do the incredible. Faith is powerful. Faith changes everything. Are there any people of faith in Sacramento, California? on a Sunday after Thanksgiving. People with faith don't walk around moaning and groaning. People of faith lift up their heads and open up the gates because the King of glory lives in their hearts and their lives. People of faith are optimists. People of faith don't deny the reality around us, but we declare greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world. People of faith walk differently. We talk differently. We even pray differently. We worship differently. We don't react the way the world reacts. People of faith are just a special breed. Special breed, special breed. People of faith. When that faith is tested and it goes through the fire, when that faith goes through a process, the outcome of that faith, that faith becomes favor. And that's what we are believing in Jesus' name. We covered the story of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. I want to repeat just the points quickly. Number one, faith becomes favor when you refuse to bow. 
Philippians 2, 10 and 11, the only one who we will bow to is Jesus Christ. Faith becomes favor the moment you believe and declare that God is able. Somebody say, God is able. God is. Ephesians 3, 20. And today, faith becomes favor when you realize that what is on you, who lives inside of you, is always greater than everything that's in front of you. Let me explain it. You know the story. They took Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, Nebuchadnezzar. They put him in a fiery furnace. They took the Hebrew boys because they refused to bow, and they put him in a fiery furnace. Verse 21, they tied them up and threw them into the furnace, fully dressed in their pants, turbans, robes, and other garments. It's important to note here what they were wearing. Why is the Bible very explicit in describing what they were wearing? What they were wearing was not your normal cup of tea. They were wearing clothes, their attire, their vet, what they were wearing was completely, their uniform was completely in alignment with their position in the Babylonian government. Let me explain. The Bible is telling us that they were wearing their uniforms. Stop for a second. The uniform they're wearing is not uniforms of a low position in the government. The uniform they are wearing was indicative of the fact that these people had high places in the government of Babylon. You missed it. Here are people, instead of, if Nebuchadnezzar was smart, he would have removed all the clothes that talked about authority. But he didn't. He told them, I'm going to put you in the fire carrying the authority you already have. You missed it, but you'll get it by tomorrow morning. The, 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 but the, this is why you may ask, why didn't Nebuchadnezzar take away their authority prior to putting them in there? Because he couldn't. Because the Bible talks about that that favor did not come from Nebuchadnezzar. Favor doesn't come from men. Favor doesn't come from your networking. Favor doesn't come from what you post or who you think you know. Favor comes from God. Favor comes from the King of Kings. And when God favors you, there's not a Nebuchadnezzar, there's not a devil, there's not a demon, there's not a power on this earth that can remove the favor that God places on you. When God says you are favored, you are whatever God placed on you before the fire will still be in you and on you after the fire and through the fire. I love this. The, the enemy can't remove certain things in your life. What God has placed upon you will not be damaged because what you carry is greater than what you go through. I will repeat that. What you carry is greater than what you go through. What you carry is greater than what you go through. And in this church, we're not obsessed with generational curses because you no longer carry generational curses. You no longer... You no longer carry what your family tree gave you that may have negative implications. I'm going to tell you what you carry. You carry his calling. You carry his grace. You carry his favor. You carry his promise. You carry his anointing. You carry his glory. And what he has placed upon you cannot be removed. If you are insulted because you bear the name of Christ, you will be blessed for the glorious spirit of God rests upon you. 1 Peter 4.14. In one of my favorite verses in the Bible, Romans 11.29. Y'all need to memorize this. Put this down. Memorize it. For the gifts and the calling of God can never be revoked. I'm going to break this down in the Greek 
What the Bible says in the Greek, here's the exegete of it. God's gifts and his calling, what he has placed on you and you, can never be rescinded, can never be revoked, can never be taken away, and can, and can never be canceled. Somebody should break out in a praise. Oh, I don't know if you know what that means, but Pastor Sam, I'm going through hell. I don't give a holy hoot if you're going through hell. What God has placed on you can never be taken away from you. Pastor Sam, but right now I'm going through a divorce. I know it hurts, but the calling and the grace and the power and the anointing and the Holy Spirit can never go away from you. And you're saying, but Pastor Sam, but I'm going through whatever you go through will never take away what God has placed inside of you. I need you to look at your neighbor and tell him, everything God has placed on me is still on me. Tell your other neighbor, I've been through things, but everything God placed on me is still on me. This is for somebody here. I don't know who it is. I need you to know, Pastor Sam, but God called me when I... It's still on you. But God called me when I was 12 years old and I backslid and I did this and I did that. And now I'm back in church, but I think I lost it. What are you talking about? Everything God called you is that calling is still alive. That anointing is still alive. That purpose is still alive. That dream is still alive. Not just for you, but for your family, for your children and your children's children and your children's children's children. In other words, your location will never be greater than the revelation. You're not blessed because of where you are. You are blessed because of who you are. A child of the living God. You're not defined by the fires you go through. You're defined by the fire inside of you. And the fire inside of you is always greater than the fire in front of you. The fire of God can never be extinguished by the fires of life. Oh, man. Are there any questions? You were blessed before you went through it. You were blessed in the middle of it. And when you come out of it, you'll still be. You were anointed before the storm. You were anointed in the midst of the storm. And when the storm is gone, guess what? You are still. You're still anointed. Because your testimony is proof that the devil is a liar. Romans 8.31. If God be for us, who can be against us? Number four, quickly, faith becomes favor when you come in agreement with others for the same outcome. Now, this is the part I've never preached before. I've preached this message countless times, but this is, this is fresh revelation here. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego securely tied, fell into the roaring flames. Now, they, they all, I'm going to need some, I, I'm going to need my guys up here. Jason, get, get me some, give me a Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Go ahead, Rex, come on. This is, Rex, come up. George, come up. Come on, Jace. You're up here. You're my Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. This right here, I love this because this, get closer together, y'all, if y'all don't mind. <laughs> no, not that close. Not, not. <sighs> yeah, no, it's not. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego went into the fiery furnace. And, and I, I want to break this down until you get it. We, we know the story about the fourth man showing up, but I, I'm, I'm going to show you something here that you maybe have never seen before. 
Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego went into the fiery furnace. And that's the point. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego went into the fiery furnace. And, and I'm going to say it till somebody gets it. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego went into the fiery furnace. You're still not getting it. Okay. One of them easily could have said, I'm not going in. Three individuals. They're not even, they're three individuals. One of them could have said, Nebuchadnezzar said, y'all bow, y'all bow to the statue or die. One of the three could have said, yo, guys, y'all, y'all great, but do, I'm here on your own. <laughs> right? Right? Like one of them could easily, one out, one out of three could have said, hey, guys, love you. One out of three could easily have said, Rex could have said, listen, I'm not going to, I'm not, yeah, I'll bow and repent. Right? Because God forgives all sins. Isaiah 44, 22, 1 John chapter 1, verses 7 through 9. So if you confess, he, he, he's guaranteed that you'll be, you confess, he will forgive you. Guaranteed. So Rex could have said, I'm, I'm just going, I'm going to bow, but then I'm going to go home and repent. Right? But they didn't. They didn't. They, what a, they, they didn't break ranks. No, you missed it. Three men came into perfect agreement. I'm going to preach now in a second. Three men came in agreement regarding the nature of God. Right? They said, we know that he is able. Three, I'm going to preach. Three men came in agreement regarding the promises of God. He is able to deliver us. And then three men came in agreement regarding the sovereignty of God. But if not, but if not, but if he doesn't do it now, I still believe in his sovereignty that at the end of the day, I'm still going to walk out with the victory. I'm anybody. Are you getting this right now? You gotta find yourself. Somebody in life, I'm gonna right here, watch this. Never, God never intended for you to go to the fire by yourself. Find people, find people that will come in agreement with the will of God, with the promises of God, and the sovereignty of God in your life. Ah. Never go into the fire by yourself. They came in agreement. Let me show you Matthew 18. I tell you this, if two of you agree here on earth concerning anything you ask, my Father in heaven will do it for you. Now here comes the verse that provoked the fourth man in a foreshadowing of the New Testament to show up. For where two or three... I'm going to drop the mic and walk away. Where two or three are gathered... What happens? I am there. How many of them are there? They gathered, they didn't bow, and who showed up? I'm here to tell you, put a smile on your face. Whatever you're going through in your life right now, you're about to see God show up like he's never showed up before because you are surrounded by people that come in agreement for God's purpose, for God's promises, and God's sovereignty in your life. Never go into the fire by yourself. 
Never step into one of life's furnaces by yourself. Surround yourself with people that pray with and for you. Surround yourself with people that will fast with and for you. Surround yourself with people that will come in agreement with and for you. The moment you find people willing to step into the furnace with you, the Bible guarantees the fourth man will show up. If you understand this, raise your hands. I want you to look up here. Be careful where you're coming in agreement with. The following two and a half minutes will be quasi-controversial. It's going to make some people feel uncomfortable, and that's not the intention. But it is all biblically substantiated. When you gather in an environment of people that are out of alignment with the will of God, that are practicing sin, exacerbating ideologies and teachings, that Elevate the level of spiritual darkness in a region, in a family, or a place. In other words, if you gather with people that are surrounded in atmospheres that are full of darkness and despair, demonic, then you're coming in agreement with that. I'm going to get in trouble now. Some of y'all may say, I don't want to be part. Well, it is what it is. I'm not being legalistic. I'm giving you the word. Whatever you listen to, you come in agreement with. If you're listening to gossip and you're tolerating it and you're not rebuking it, you're coming in agreement with it. If you're listening to music and I listen to non-Christian music, I do. There it is. I do. But I have a rubric in my spirit. I will not listen to any song that elevates sin, that promotes sinful behavior, that is full of curses, or in any way, form, or shape, catches the Holy Spirit. Uh Uh-uh. I'm guarded. Whatever you listen to, you come in agreement. Whatever you're watching, video content, you're coming in agreement with. Whatever you put like on, on social media, you're literally coming in agreement with. Are there any parents in here? Parents, when you send your children to sleep over somebody else's house, you need to be careful. I don't care if you say, I trust my... I trust my kids. Yeah, you can trust your kids, but you don't know what's happening in that house. You don't know what's happening in that house. We we need parents to wake up and start protecting our children and become mama bears and daddy bears and lioness and You come in agreement. You come in agreement. You come in agreement. Be careful who you're coming in agreement with. Come in agreement. Surround yourself with people that will go to the furnace with you. If you're getting this word, lift up your hands. Let me land with this. Faith becomes favor the moment you understand that when God shows up, it's holy fire. I'll repeat that. Look, Nebuchadnezzar shouted. I see four men unbound, walking around in the fire, unharmed. And the fourth man looks like a god. This was Nebuchadnezzar's furnace until the fourth man showed up. I will repeat that. This was Nebuchadnezzar's fire until the fourth man showed up. The moment the fourth man showed up, ownership changed. The moment the fourth man showed up, the outcome was inevitable. In this church, we are accustomed to the phrase, when heaven starts it, what about this? When you are born again, when you're a child of God, 
when you accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior, even when hell starts it, heaven will finish it. Heaven will finish it. Heaven will finish it. I don't care what the devil threw your way. Heaven will finish it. Whatever circumstance you have, it may have been the devil who initiated it, but the moment God shows up, that circumstance now becomes a heavenly circumstance that will work out in your favor. Sometimes God will save you from the fire. Sometimes God will save you in the fire. And sometimes God will save you with the fire. The moment the fourth man showed up, it became holy fire. And we know that God calls us everything to work together for the good of those who love God and are called according to his purpose for them. Somebody shout every, everything. Somebody say everything. Somebody say everything. Faith becomes favor when hell sees the fourth man and sees you unharmed and unbound. Aha, uh -huh. there it is. They were unharmed and unbound. You will not come out of the fire until hell sees the fourth man in your fire. The moment hell sees Jesus, by the way, I repeat this, I wrote about this, I've written about this and preached about it. There is no biblical evidence that the Hebrew boys ever saw the fourth man in the fire. There's not one bit of evidence that Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego ever saw the fourth man. Not one bit of evidence. Not one bit of evidence. Come up here, Pastor Jeff. Come up here. Come up here real quick. Come here in the midst of these. Sean, come up here for a second. Sean, you're Nebuchadnezzar. You're Nebuchadnezzar. You're looking in. I want you guys to be going around him. Go around him. Go around Keep on going around him. Just go around. Nebuchadnezzar sees that guy. These guys, these guys never saw that guy. Go ahead, open up your book. These guys never saw that guy. That guy saw that guy. You're missing it. Who saw, who saw the fourth man? Nebuchadnezzar. So right now, it doesn't really matter if you see God in what you're going through. I guarantee you, hell sees God. In I'm preaching to five people right now. Hell sees God in everything you're going through. Don't tell me hell does not see the angels surrounding you and your family. Do not tell me hell does not see the fourth man with you, for you, and through you. Do not tell me the devil and his minions do not see the blood of Jesus covering you and speaking on your behalf. Lift up your hands. Lift up your hands. With your hands raised. They, they never saw him, but he did. With your hands raised. In the name of Jesus, Today we pray and declare by faith that every devil, demon, legion, and power of darkness attempting to hold back your purpose, to take away your peace and your joy. In Jesus' name we declare that every single vestige of darkness will see Jesus in every aspect of your life. In the name of Jesus, if you believe it, I want you to give God the best shout of praise you've given him today. Come on, if you believe the angels.
angels of God cover you. If you believe the blood of Jesus speaks on your behalf. If you believe that the fourth man is in your fire. We're done. With your hands raised, we're done. Hebrews 13, 5, I will never leave you or forsake you. Ah. Nebuchadnezzar saw the fourth man in the fire and he saw three unharmed and unbound. What melted in the fire? What was the only thing that melted in the fire? The bondages they placed on him. No, the only thing that, 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 that was damaged was what? What they placed on him to hold him back. What you're going through, God is turning it around in your favor to such a degree that it will melt and destroy once and for all everything the enemy has placed upon you. Somebody prays like you believe that. Whatever bondage was placed on you, I'm preaching to somebody. By the enemy, by your past, by your family tree, by your own actions, your own sins, in the presence of Jesus, in the presence of the fire of the Holy Spirit, it will come off you. Poverty is coming off you. Sickness is coming off you. Depression is coming off you. Fear is coming off you. Anxiety, confusion is coming off you. Isaiah 43 verse 2. When you walk to the fire, you will not be burnt. The flames will not set you ablaze. Call your rebellious child and tell them the fourth man is in your fire. You went through the fire in 2023 coming out of the furnace unharmed and unbound. If you got this word, lift them up, both hands. Stand with, you are standing with me. I'm gonna, y'all got a piece of paper with faith, fire and favor. I'm gonna, have, I'm gonna release you in a second to exchange it. But uh, the final point, faith becomes favor when you step out of the fire. Nebuchadnezzar looked at him and said, come out and the king promoted them. We're gonna do something now this morning, you're gonna step out. Here it is, you're gonna step out, you're gonna step out of whatever you went through this year that tested your faith. Whatever you went through that tested your marriage, whatever you went through that tested your own mental health and stability. Whatever you went through that tested you, you know what I'm talking about, the process, the challenge, the test. You went, some of y'all saying, Pastor Sam, I'm still going through it. But do you understand who's with you in the fire? Do you understand that hell already sees the blood of Jesus covering you? Do you understand that hell already sees the angels of God surrounding you? Jesus in you, with you, for you, and through you. So let's step out. When I say now, faith becomes favor when you step out. You will come out of that hell smelling like heaven. Favor is faith refined by fire. The reason you've been through the fire, let me repeat that, is nothing at all, has nothing to do with the foolish things you did in your past. It is because of the glorious things you're about to see in your future. And the reason you've been through the fire is because you're about to occupy the very area hell has fought to keep you out of. I'm gonna say that one more time. It's not a coincidence or prophetic serendipity. You are about to occupy the very area hell has fought to keep you out of. You will occupy it. Your family will occupy it. Your children and your children's children will occupy it. So get ready to step into promotion. Here, when I say now, here's what I want you to do. You have, who has, who has, who has, anybody have faith fire? You have them? 
You have them? All I want you to do, all I want you to do, no joke. This is, we got three minutes to do this and we're going to land this here. We're done. But I don't know how we're going to do it with all the, so if your faith did not go through the fire this year, hold on to faith. Just hold on to it. There's nothing wrong with faith. It's everything, right? So hold on to it. But if your faith was tested in your home, in your marriage, in your health, in your finances, if your faith was tested and you're saying, this word is all me, find somebody who has fire in exchange right now. Go. Find somebody who has fire. The middle? The, the middle has fire. Say, hey, everybody, the middle is the fire section. Yeah, yeah. Just exchange it, exchange it. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah, this chaos is brought to you by. Okay. I might as well do it. They do. All the fire people, let me see your hands. Fire. I don't want to be presumptuous. If you believe this message, if you believe that Christ is your everything, if you believe he is the fourth man in the fire, if you believe that with Christ in your life, you're going to come out. You're going to step out to a season of favor like never before. All the fire people, I don't want to get anybody in trouble. That section has favor. All the fire people, I want you to run over there and exchange your fire for favor. Go over there. Ask somebody to share their favor. Oh, wait a minute. Hold on. Hold on. Stop. 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 Where are the favor people at? Are you going to give up your favor? No, you're not. The only way to do this is for you to come in agreement with the people in the fire. So go ahead. Join hands with them. Don't give it up, but join hands with them. There it is. Now you're in the, now you come in agreement with people that have favor. Find somebody who has the favor of God upon their life. In everything you do, find somebody who carries the favor of God upon their life. Look up here for a second. I know it's chaotic. We, it's only one time a year we do this kind of thing. Look up here for a second. Look up here. Everybody look up. Look up. Look up. Look up. Look up, look up for a second. Look up. In our Christian walk, look for people who will mentor you, who will disciple you that carry favor. No. If you're... You're, I'm married for five years, right? I'm, I'm giving you a hypothetical. I'm married for five years, but I'm struggling in my marriage. I don't look for a compatible couple. Even in the church who is married for five years and has never been through anything, I have to look for a couple who carries favor, who has been through the fire, so I can come in agreement with their favor. Am I preaching to anybody right now? Surround yourself with people who have been through it and came out of a promotion. That's why I wanted to do this. Let me pray over you right now. Lift up your fire, your faith, and your favor. They're all good. You know that. They came out smelling like they never went through anything. You're going to come out of the fire. You're going you're to come out of the hell you're going through smelling like the heaven you're going to. Ooh. All right. Heavenly Father, 
we're about to step out of the fire today. We are all, this church, we're taking a step of faith and we're coming out. We've all been through a season this year and we're coming out of the fire into a season of favor, promotion. Thank you that promotion comes from you. It comes Psalm 75, verse six. It says, promotion comes from you. So we step into your promotion, your favor, like never before. We're not gonna wait till 2024 to step into favor. We're stepping into favor right here, right now. We're walking into 2024 with the favor of God already on us. If you believe this prayer, say, in Jesus' name, Christ is my everything. He is my Lord. He is my Savior, my Deliverer, my Healer, and my everything. He is the fourth man in my fire every day of my life. So today, my faith officially becomes favor as I step out of the fire with the fire of God's Holy Spirit burning inside of me. In Jesus' name, when I count to three right there where you're at, and I know it's, it's right there crowded, but somehow take one step forward. Some of you here, just step a step and just step out of your fire and step into your promotion. Pastor Sam, is this an illustrated sermon? No, I promise you this week you will see breakthrough. You will see the fire of God. You will see healing. You will see deliverance. You will see your prodigal sons and daughters call you and say, we're coming back home. You're about to see the medical report turn around in your favor. Your financial circumstance is about to turn around. I feel the Lord right now as I speak. I need you to get ready. You're about to step into a season of unbridled favor. Are you ready? I want you to step out and give God the best praise. One, two, three, step into lift up your hands whatever bondage was placed on you by the enemy by your past your family tree your own actions your own sins in the presence of Jesus in the presence of the fire of the Holy Spirit it will come off you once and for all Isaiah 43 2 when you walk through the fire you will not be burnt the flames will not set you ablaze if you believe everything that the enemy placed on you or attempted to place on you, or even you placed on yourself, is coming off you before you step into the next year, say amen. amen. If you really believe it and you're locking arms, lift up your elbows. It's all coming off you. All right, now we're doing this. You're not obligated to do this, but somebody needs to do it with a lot, with an incredible amount of faith he looked at them and said, fourth man, ah, from now on, we're gonna worship your God. And then he said, step out. You're gonna step out. I'm gonna ask you at the count of three to take a step out of wherever you're at. You're gonna step out of the fire. Now, now listen to the Holy Spirit now through his word. You're gonna step out of whatever dark chapter, whatever difficult chapter, whatever hurtful, painful, uncomfortable chapter you've been going through, you've been through, you're gonna step into the fullness of God's favor. It is God who favors. He favors the righteous, Genesis 6, 8. Psalm 75 says that God is the God of promotion. 
You're about to step out of the fire and experience promotion like you've never experienced before. God's about to elevate you for his namesake, for his glory. Promotion, you're gonna experience, you and your family are gonna experience open doors. You're gonna experience the favor of God where the only two things that will follow you will be goodness and and they will follow you all the days of. If you're ready for this, say, I'm ready. If you haven't been through anything this year, and I don't mean any, I mean, if you had a year of 360 plus days by the end of this year, if, you, if you've had a kind of year where it's been perfect, you didn't go through one moment of angst, the enemy didn't try to take one thing away, you didn't go through one moment of difficulty, please sit down. <laughs> but if your faith went through the fire this year, even for one minute, lock arms, and when I count to three, I want you to take a step. Even if you're in between, I get that. Just take a step right there where you're at and you're stepping into favor. Watch. Everything that held you back has disappeared through the finished work of Christ. The blood of Jesus took care of that. The fire of the Holy Spirit preserves that. 1 Thessalonians 5, 23 and 24. So get ready. Pastor are you telling me legit you're about to experience God's favor? Here we go. Faith, fire, favor. And when you step into the favor and you get your promotion, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, don't forget about others. Make sure you make room for others. And always tell them about the fourth man in the furnace. Not the one that you saw, but the one that hell saw. Here we go. One. Two. This is for you and your family, you and your relationships. Favor, favor, favor. Favor, favor, favor. And when you step into that favor, oh, I, I highly recommend that you give them the best praise you've given God in 2023 because favor will make you praise differently and worship differently. It'll make you pray differently. Here we go. All right, Nebuchadnezzar, you should never have cast him into the fire because now the outcome is favor. One, two, one, two, three, step into God's favor. Somebody praise like it's, somebody worship like it's done. Somebody rejoice like it's done. Somebody give God praise like it's done. Favor, 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 favor. High five three people, tell them blessed and highly favored. No, tell them like you believe it. Tell them blessed and highly favored. Blessed and highly favored. Blessed and highly favored. All the blessed and highly favored people, let me see you. All the favored people in the house, let me see you. All the favored people in the house, let me see you. You're about to occupy the very area hell has fought to keep you out of. You are about to occupy the very area hell has fought to keep you out of. Because your faith went through the fire and the outcome is? Favor. The outcome is? Favor. 
The outcome is? Oh, man. Sacramento, California region is about to be filled with a bunch of favored people in the name of Jesus. And that favor is not just for you. That favor is primarily vertical. It's for you to shine the light of Christ. The name of Jesus, the finished work of Christ to a broken world. That's the favor. To fulfill the great commission, to preach the gospel, to make disciples, to worship God in spirit and in truth. So it's not narcissistic favor. It is holy, righteous, Christ-filled favor. Amen. You got this. Close your eyes for a second. You're here in this place in this auditorium and you're, you, it's the last Sunday of November of 2023. You need to get your life right with God. You're saying, Pastor Sam, I'm going to be honest with you. I don't see the fourth man and I know I don't need to see him. The devil needs to see him, but be honest. I don't even have a relationship. I've bowed so many times. My knees hurt. I've surrendered to pressure. I surrendered to temptation. I've been bowing to the flesh, to the world, to sin, to me, to ego, to past to victimization mentality, to excuses, you name it. I've been bowing, 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 bowing. I have arthritis in my knees because I've been bowing so much. Well, great news. That fourth man is here. Jesus is here. Today is the day you get your life right with God. And once you get your life right with God, there's not a devil in hell or a demon on earth or a person that will be able to remove what God has placed in you and on you. So close your eyes. If there's anybody here who says, Pastor Samuel Rodriguez, I need to get my life right with God. It's not right and I know it. I need to get it right. If that's you right there where you're at, lift up your hand. I'm not gonna embarrass you, I'm gonna pray for you. I see your hand, I see your hand. I see your hand, I see your hand, I see your hand. I see your hand, I see your hand, I see your hand, I see your hand, I see your hand. Oh goodness, I see your hand, I see your hand, I see your hand, I see your hand. All the beautiful people who just raised their hands, you're beautiful. And just the fact that you're raising your hand, God sees that. So here it is. If that's you who raised your hand, I'm not gonna, I'm, I'm gonna pray over you, but I would love you to join me right here because the moment you come up, you're stepping out of that fire and stepping into the fire of his presence and his grace. Come out of your seat, join me. Give it up, church. Come on, if you raise your hand, I wanna, come on up. Come on up, come on up. You lifted up your hands. Come on up, come on up. Come on up, join me right here. Join me right here. Beautiful, join me. Come on, new season. Give God some praise for every single person. Oh, wow. Church. This is what it's all about. Getting your life right with God. Our beautiful family, stretch out your hands to this amazing group of people created in God's image. Armando, move this from here. Move this, please, quickly. I want everyone here, everyone here to understand there's not a single human being in this auditorium who is perfect. We have all sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. But those of us who have accepted Jesus, we have been washed by the blood of the Lamb, which means everything Christ did for us when he died and shed his blood and then resurrected, sent his Holy Spirit, we have eternal life, new life, and abundant life. He loves each and every one of you. He knew you before you were born. 
He knew your name. And he gave you a purpose before you were born. Ephesians 2.10, Jeremiah 1.5, Psalm 138, verse 8. And the devil's tried his best to kill you. Not just you physically, but you morally, spiritually, intellectually, emotionally. Some of you went through things when you were growing up. Some of you went through things in your families. Some of you went through things in others. And some of them are self-inflicted. You made dumb choices. Let me use the right word. You made sinful choices. You bowed. But the great news is this. All of that, and I mean all of it, not some of it. Pastor Sam, you mean all of it? All of it stands erased by the blood of Jesus Christ who forgives us of all of our sins. That means for after this moment, nothing can condemn you again. Condemnation and shame are over. Therefore, now there is no condemnation for those that are in Christ Jesus. Your life begins right here, right now, and you're never going back to that past. That's right, that's right. This is the new you. So, church, stretch out your hands. I want everyone here who came up, and even our entire church audience, just repeat with me. It's not a mantra. It's not just words. These are not empty words. These are words filled with perfect intentionality, born out of God's spirit. It means the world. Here we go. Repeat after me. Heavenly Father, I confess with my mouth and I believe in my heart that Jesus is Lord and Savior of my life, my family, and the world. That he died on the cross and he shed his blood to forgive all of my sins, past, present, and future. That you, Heavenly Father, raised him from the dead, giving me eternal life, new life, and abundant life. That's called favor. I receive it in the name of Jesus. By grace, I am saved. Give God your best shout of praise. Everything you've been struggling with, everything you've been fighting with, I would be a lying preacher if I tell you, 100% guaranteed you're never going to struggle again. That would be a lying preacher. What I do guarantee you is this, never again do you have to struggle alone. Matter of fact, somebody just took over your life. His name is the Holy Spirit, the Spirit of Jesus. He now lives inside of you. So that thing you're fighting with is no longer your battle. It belongs to him. He'll overcome it through your life in the name of Jesus. But you're free. You're free from all sin, from all bondage, all captivity, everything the enemy created to stop you, all vestige of darkness. You're free not for a day, but forevermore. So welcome to redeem of the Lord. This is it. Church. Give, this should be the best praise we give them all day. Shout it out for every single person here who has just. Somebody shout favor. 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 Join hands with your neighbors. I'll dismiss you right now. Wow. When faith goes to the fire, the outcome is favor. We love you. We bless you. You're beautiful. This Wednesday, we have community groups here. You all don't want to miss it. You already heard the announcements. Next Sunday, um, we're done with this series. We're done with Holy Fire. We did fresh oil, Holy Fire. Next Sunday, I'm going to talk about new wine. And I'm going to illustrate 
new wine here. So y'all want to be here. We're going to have some fun. We're going to laugh next Sunday. I'm going to be honest with you. But it's going to be fun. You're going to hear God's word. God's Holy Spirit will be here. And we're going to go from glory to glory. Somebody shout favor. favor. Say favor. favor. Y'all received the prayer cards last week. I need you to come and just pray. Tomorrow morning, first thing you do in the morning when you wake up, read Psalm 91. Not the first verse, y'all, the, the entire chapter. <laughs> read and read it out loud. The purpose is for you to declare God's promises. Every single day, make the prayers that we gave you last week. If you forgot about, if you forgot what the prayers are, you don't no longer have that card, go to the New Season app. The prayers are waiting for you on our website. Make sure you make those prayers every single day because we come in agreement and God shows up when we come in agreement in his name. There is power in agreement. We love you. We bless you. All the men in the house. December 13th, I want to see you. Gideon's army. I'm going to share a word just for men. Very transparent conversation. We're going to lay hands and impart an anointing upon every Gideon in this house. All right, let's do it. We're holding hands. What about those 49ers, huh? Wow, what's going on? Right? Dude, straight up. I'm, I'm just saying. I'm just saying the quarterback is a born-again Christian who loves Jesus. I'm just saying that McCaffrey's girlfriend was praying before the game. I'm just saying, and they, they posted on social media, they're praying. I mean, things are happening, revival. Volunteer banquet. Pastor Ava wants you to go to the volunteer banquet. You can't miss it. That's good, Pastor Ava. There it is. Oh, these interesting. You're joining hands, right? We're still joining hands. May the strength of the Father, the grace of the Son, and the anointing of the Holy Spirit make this week the week of God's favor like you've never seen before. Hey, new season. Let's do one thing together. In the name of Jesus, are you ready?